Welcome to the Fat Sex Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Ezoic, which is the high-tech ad platform I use to monetize my new sites. If you're using AdSense, I strongly urge you to give them a shot because they definitely increase ad revenue across all my niche sites. Today's episode is about the benefits of adding more niche sites to your portfolio. I also want to answer the question uh, when you should do this, why you should do this, and potential problems with doing this. I can remember when I launched a first blog, which turned out to be a failure, but uh, you know it occurred to me fairly quickly once I got the hang of things, especially the technical stuff of getting the blog up and running and and doing a little bit of keyword research and, and getting blogs published and so forth. It's like, well, if I could do one of these, I could do 10 of these. And I want to caution you out of the gates about trying to start more than one blog or new site, especially when starting out. There's a lot to learn. And there's a lot that's involved in getting some lift off with a niche site because it takes a while. And if you spread yourself out too thin, you're going to basically have a whole bunch of websites that do nothing, earn nothing, have no traffic. And that's no good. You're much better off having one site with 5,000 visitors per day than 10 sites with 200 visitors per day. Okay, But there does come a point when you have a niche site performing quite well and you've pretty much turned it into a, a pretty good publishing system, maybe you've hired some help to, to speed things up and, and e- ease your workload, and that's a good time to maybe start thinking about a second niche site. But you re- I, I really got to emphasize here, when you add another site, okay, you, you, you leverage a lot of what you already have, your resources, your knowledge, and so forth, and I'll get into that, but you are also increasing your workload considerably. So if you're already you know, really busy handling one site, it's not so easy to handle another site. Now, there is one, one exception to all this. If you're starting out or if you've got one site that's still fairly young, it doesn't hurt to add maybe one or two sites where you just throw up 5, 10, 15 articles on there that are reasonably good articles and just so that they sit there and they age and that they're published and indexed and ready to go to build down the road if and when you decide that you really want to expand multiple sites. It, it helps a lot to have some age sites. In fact, there's a reason that some some outfits these days are selling sites that have zero revenue or very, very little revenue, and they're selling them as age sites, which are basically, they, they have content published on them, usually 10 to 20 articles for six to 12 months, and they're selling them as age sites, and they're, and they're fetching over $1,000 for these, in some cases closer to 2000 And the reason is that is because they're, they're aged. They, they have, I, I guess there's this thing called the Google Sandbox. I don't know really anything about it, but the concept is Google's really not going to send much or any traffic to a site that's, that's under six months of age, no matter how much content you put up there. I don't really know anything about it, but that seems to be a fairly common belief in SEO circles, So, and perhaps there's something to it. But at the end of the day, if you have a site with some content on it and it's aged, it's going to uh, speed up the process when you decide to invest in those sites. So for that reason, I, I'm all for it. But basically, slap up your articles on those and just let them be and focus on one site till you get some pretty good lift off. Okay, so 
But once you start getting to the you know three thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollar a month mark, and most of that's profit, and you're even maybe outsourcing a lot of that content, and which has freed up your time, that that is a reasonable time to start thinking about adding another site. Okay, but it's it's still not a simple decision because. You're, you're diluting your time and your resources away from something that's working, right? If you, if you have a site that's got some really good growth happening, there's a really strong argument to be made that's like focus on that 100% and get it to where when you start plateauing. You might as well leverage and cash in on, and grow that sucker as much as you can. Now, the flip side to the argument is it, it's a good idea to diversify because while you may have a lot of great growth going now and things are going really, really well, the Google algorithm updates in the last two years, ever since the medic update, it's also referred to as the EAT or EAT or uh, your money or your life update, that, that was pretty random. That came out of left field. You know, most of the updates have, have always sort of focused on content quality and links, bad backlinks and, and link building and so forth. And, and all of a sudden, we ended up with this really different type of update that targeted, I don't really even know what it targeted, but essentially something to do with credibility and trust factor and all that. And, and how do you combat that? How do you deal with that? I don't know. It was really random. And then we had an update, a, a pretty big one with the BERT update, and then followed by November 2019 update, which impacted me by 15%. And that came out of left field. And... That November 2019, nobody really really knows, it seems, at least what I read, what, what that targets. So what this means is there seems to be some random changes going on with Google. Uh, not necessarily bad, I suppose. I'm, I'm not. But the, the fact is, is that you can't count on, you know, consistent growth indefinitely, right? Updates are very likely potentially going to impact you. The biggest sites in the world, if you look at their their organic traffic history in HREFs or, or similar web or something like that, I mean, these, these are the top publications in the world. They're just not a constant hockey stick growth in traffic. They have their ups and downs. They, they, in fact, they lose traffic and then they go up. And it's not seasonal. It's not cyclical. These are just things that are happening in the search engines as, search, as Google does updates and so forth. So nobody's really immune from this. So, so that's a really strong argument to, to diversify moving into additional sites. But again, do so when you are in a position, you have enough revenue coming in where you can outsource a lot of the work, which frees up your time and which you can then devote to the new the new site uh, okay so I, I want to talk about generally like more specifically I mean uh, really advantages to adding new sites okay so you're in a position you've got good money coming in you're, you've got you're outsourcing content maybe you've hired a writer and you've got all this free time and you're twiddling your thumbs uh, a good reason to do it is basically you're you're leveraging what your success like your knowledge okay so you have you have success in your butt. You you know how to do keyword research. You know how to publish content. Perhaps there's a article concepts that are working for you that will also work in a different niche. So if you can take what what's working for you in one niche and it works in another niche, it, right? You're leveraging your knowledge. So so that's a really really good way to piggyback on already what you've done. There's also an aspect of an email newsletter. If you built up an email newsletter for your first niche site, you can definitely leverage that, those eyeballs and readers in terms of getting traffic going to a new site if there's if it's somewhat relevant, right? If it's completely different and, and your email newsletter is going to have no interest in your new site, then probably not going to work. But it's, it's a possible way to leverage what you've already built. 
Here's a big one is monetization. If you're getting to the five or $10,000 a month mark with a new site or $20,000, you are uh, probably uh, either already in or could get into really good, you know, the premium ad networks, right? Like Ezoic Premium Ads or AdThrive or Mediavine, or you've got some really good arrangements with some ad networks. So you're, you're making way, way more money than you would with just strictly with AdSense, right? So what that means is, is you're now in a position, basically, hopefully you can get your, your new site into, into these same platforms. Now I know from, from not that I've used them, uh, AdThrive and Mediavine, they don't just automatically let you bring in all your sites. It's sort of the reapplication process. But with Ezoic, uh, typically if you can get in a new site pretty easily and even get that onto the premium ads if you're already on it. So that's that's a nice way to leverage your 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 better ad optimization uh, platforms or methods or whatever you're using. So I, I like that. It, it makes your site worth more right out of the gates. You can also interlink your sites. I don't know if that's going to do a whole lot. I, I, I wouldn't... Let, let, let me back up and say don't interlink with do follow and try to turn it into like try to manipulate search engines just because you have other sites that's not what i mean i mean link with no follow and for for actual traffic purposes to help the new site get going uh don't don't try to manipulate search engines with with one other site i mean i know chances are you you wouldn't get caught but i mean if you do it's kind of dumb like all that work and now you've you know you lose two sites out of it it's just not worth it not in my view. I know I know a lot of the huge publications interlink with DoFollow, and it works for them. But I mean, I mean, who knows if they're playing with different rules because they're top tier publications, you know, print magazines and the whole bit. The other thing is, is uh, by the time you get to the five ten thousand dollar a month mark with a new site or a blog. You probably have good content sources, right? You've tried out a bunch of writing services. Maybe you've hired an in-house writer. Maybe you have a good list of favorites within a with a content agency, and so you've gone through a lot of the hard work of actually getting good content for good rates, and you can leverage that with by using it for content for a new site. And I actually do that quite a bit. And that that's really helpful because content is one of the hardest things. You know, you want really good content for the best price possible. It takes a while to develop that. So another uh, area that's a huge benefit is is the potential to sell additional sites. All right, the the selling aspect of a site should never be forgotten. Uh, the, the monthly revenue is fantastic, and I think most of us get into it just hoping to grow monthly revenue. But there's that payday at down the road. Eventually, you're potentially going to sell site, and I mean it's 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 hard to juggle. Let's say fifteen big sites, right? You need a huge team to do that. But And I'm, I'm not there. I'm not anywhere close to that. I'd love to get there. But it sure would be nice to know that I could sell, you know, a high-earning site for a huge influx of cash at almost any given time. Sites, sites are fairly liquid unless you ask for too much money. But if you, if you ask within the, 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 the ballpark of what buyers are looking to pay for, and there's a huge demand for these things, uh, you could sell a site fairly quickly. There's a lot of hassle involved in it with the due diligence and all that. But if you just buckle down and, and bang that out, you can you conceivably sell a site within a, within a couple of weeks. And given how much money there's involved, uh, that's that's pretty liquid, right? It's, it's it can be a lot faster than selling real estate. Not as fast as selling stock. So anyway, the uh, the idea of being able to let's say you have a eight niche sites and you know you could you could sell one for a big influx of cash and you take that money and 
redeploy it to your other site. So it's nice to have, whereas if you have just one big site, when you sell that, you're out of business. You've sold your entire business. If you have eight niche sites, you sell one, you're still in business, right? So I, I re, in fact, that, that for me is a very compelling reason as to why I, I'm investing and trying to grow multiple niche sites right now because it, it's hard. It, it, it's harder than just focusing on one site. And I think it dilutes the, the quality of one site because you're distracted and trying to do more. But I love the idea of being able to sell a part of my business for cash if ever needed uh, rather than having to sell the whole business and having to start over. Here's a big one is rising website valuations. There is a lot of investor money pouring into websites. There's institutional investors. There's large outfits with huge, huge pools of money from, from investors that are just going around and just buying up sites. I, I get pitched regularly. Uh, generally, they want, they're looking for a good deal. But at the, at the same time, if you do make a deal in one of these outfits, usually you can do so without the broker, which saves you the 15% commission. So anyways, the whole point is is the demand is for websites content sites is huge and it's growing and there's lots of money moving into the space so what that means is valuations are going up now this next reason is the biggest reason I've I've doubled down and I'm going to continue doubling down on investing in multiple sites and that is diversification all right I've already referenced the sort of randomness of some of the recent Google updates and my biggest site took a 15% traffic drop, which, you know, it w- was out of left field. It's not catastrophic. I think the site has still great potential, and I'm still putting most of my resources into that because it's just the way things are. As, as these things happen, it doesn't mean I, I can't grow. But what it did tell me is that, hey, no, no site is immune from Google updates and potential problems. And so I better get, I would love to have other sites that are equally as big and produce as much revenue as my biggest site because I'm going to sleep easier at night. If one takes a really bad hit, I still have a really good, strong, growing business. So this for me is the biggest reason to diversify with multiple sites. The other thing is, is once you start, once you start making more money than you need to live on, unless you really like to live large, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have a, this is a good problem to have, but you're going to have to deal with company profits. Right now, I'm not a tax accountant. I'm not an accountant at all. Uh, but you are going to have excess cash. Now, you can take it all and spend it and enjoy it <laughs> or uh, and pay taxes on all that. Or you can actually reinvest profits back into your business. And one way to do that is to build more sites. Another reason is is, is boredom. Uh, you focus on one niche site for three years, even if you really like the niche, there comes a boredom factor. I mean, you've exhausted it and you've been sort of neck deep in this topic for years. And maybe even if you're not writing the content anymore, it's you, it, be, it becomes your life. And, and to start with something different and new is, is exciting. I do get excited still with launching new, new sites and, and different topics, and, and which also leads into another reason is the challenge. It's kind of fun to uh, see, you know, I, I get excited, you know, my biggest niche site gets, gets a lot, a lot of traffic, but when, it, when another one of my niche sites hits 3000 visitors per day, that's actually a, a really cool achievement because that's, that's a whole new project and it's actually working and it's a success. So that I do like the challenge and basically 
the pressure, I guess, the stress, I think that stems from diversification, um, trying to, you know, ensure that if one site goes down, it's not the end of the world. You still got other sites that are still still doing well. So, I mean, hey, I've been around since uh, well before 2012 when the first Google Penguin came out, and that that impacted me a lot, along with a lot of other sites. And I remember that, and you know, it's a good reminder to diversify if if you if you can. So, I want to wrap up just with some of the cons of diversification like this. All right, the first the first thing is, and it's obvious, it's gonna, it, it potentially going to slow the growth of your main site unless you like basically have a whole dedicated team on it, but that's pretty expensive. Kind of depends where you're at. Like if you've grown it to thirty, forty thousand dollars a month, and then you're going to diversify, uh, you probably have the resources to put, you know, basically someone to just take over that site and get the content, and you don't have to worry too much about it. But um, if you're, you know, at the five thousand or ten thousand dollar a month mark, you still got to really watch your expenses. So it's going to slow your growth. You're probably not going to be able to pay for as much content. You're not going to be able to put as much time into the keyword research. Just you're going to be distracted, right? This is the cost. This is the big cost of diversifying. And it, it, a lot of people will say, you know, you're, you're better off just focusing on one site. And there's strong arguments for that. Um, I just, but you know, for me, the diverse diversification weighed out. Uh, you're also going to dilute your resources, obviously. I mean, there's only so much money to put into content and so much of your time and, and so on and so forth. And uh, it's more stressful, all right? This this should not be um, ignored, okay? It, it's stressful handling more sites. I'm, I'm the type of person that likes to, like, focus, and I don't want too many things going on at once because it, it, it adds a little stress, little things. Like, let me give you an example, right? New WordPress version comes out. You got to update it, right? Well, now you got to go into two or three or four sites, and you got to update it. And you're thinking to yourself, "Well, that only takes a few seconds." Well, it's true, but it's another task on the plate, right? And the more tasks you have on the plate, even if they're short, they add up into a lot of extra of your time. Uh, it's the same with updating plugins. You can go in and update the plugins, and, and these things. Now, you can have services do that and so forth, but. Uh, you know, it's just an example of how this adds more time to it. Now, one thing in terms of leveraging your resources, uh, a lot of the stuff we use for this business, like themes and hosting and plugins that we pay for, usually you pay just a little bit more to get sort of like an unlimited site option, uh, which is nice because now you can leverage those expenses and, and spread them out across multiple sites. So, so that is a big benefit. You're basically cutting down your your overhead per website dramatically by, by launching. But that shouldn't be a, like the number one reason to, to expand. It really should be about like, you know, risk reward. There's definitely cost to it, but you have to think about it as a way of basically uh, reducing your overall business risk. For me, that's the big reason at this point. I have one really big site that earns a lot, and I have a few others that earn okay, like they're still lower than I'd like. And so now is the time I really want to grow them because I want to I want to be really nicely diversified. I got a buddy who does huge, huge numbers, huge traffic, and he's he's fortunate because he has two really, really high-earning sites. I think they're neck and neck. They earn about equal amounts. Uh, so if one goes down, he still has has the other. Now, of course, you don't ever want a site to go down, 
but it could happen. So, and, and by down, I mean uh, update comes along that just basically blows all your traffic out of the water. You, you lose a lot of your traffic, and, and these things happen. I mean, you ask a lot of people who got hit with that medic update. That thing was left field. This was this was entirely new, and I know people who got impacted, and it was really bad. And there was nothing that anything they tried to do to get out of it. I know some sites managed to resuscitate their traffic, but for the most part, people who got hit with that thing. I mean, it was it was curtains. Now I think there have been some tweaks along the way since then, and and some. Of those folks have, have had their traffic restored and so forth, but it, that was like a year or 18 months or something, and you know, that's just it, that's that's a hard hit to take. So, I think adding new sites is a good thing to do. I think you have to wait till it's the right time. You, you really need to make sure that you can you can do it well because I mean, if you're going to put it start another site and you can't make it work. And, and I've done this. I, ha- I have a couple of duds just sitting there. They're, I've now basically turned them into rainy day sites, put them in the hip pocket, and I'll leave them. I'm not putting any more into them, but they got 30, 40 articles. And if I ever get time and money to put into them, at least they're there, they're aged, they're ready to go. So that is a good reason to slap up a few extra sites. But, you you know, the work... If you get a site to ten thousand a month or twenty thousand dollars a month, you know it's a lot of work, right? This is not an easy business. I don't think there is any business that's easy. It's hard work. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of factors beyond your control. It's just it's a lot of work. And to do it again, while it's easier the second time because you've learned a lot, it's still a lot of work. So you got to make the decision very, very carefully. Thanks for listening.